cool. We are now live for the first ever Jamie and Matt podcast. This is super exciting. 2021 starting off with a bang, which is nice. So, uh, um, was it what was one of the reasons why we wanted to do this, Jamie? It was just kind of like to put out some information out there to, um, you know, give back to people and uh, I'd like to say help out well, people the way that we needed help when we first started. I say we as if we're both the same age, but I'm about eight years, nine years older than you, I think. Yeah, I'm so old, like you've, you've got it to shock. <laughs> and um, yeah, get get a perspective of someone young and in their prime and and you. And uh... Yeah, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, I appreciate that. So. <laughs> Right. Um, well, I think I would like to say most people know about me, but they definitely don't. So uh, I will let you start off with a little bit of background about yourself and kind of like what you want to get out of this type thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the reason that I got into being a PT and everything like that. So uh, I started training when I was about, I'd say, 15, 16. Me and my mate, Max Chu, uh, would used to cycle to the legend center when we were at school start lifting weights and looking back now we had absolutely no idea what we were doing um purely clueless i think i went in just the tightest double extra small t-shirt i could find and went in there did a couple of sets of bench press on the smith machine followed by sets of preacher preacher curls and um tricep push downs and left feeling feeling amazing (laughs) Yeah, so now I just add in a couple more sets, probably, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I've done that for a few. For... Oh, I think. Is he there? Is he still there? I'm there. He's still there. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, I'm still there. Okay, smart. We haven't lost it. Yeah. Sorry, you did say that was a Woking Edge Centre, yeah? Yeah, Woking Edge Centre. Oh man, some dreams there. I remember doing that when I, uh, I remember, did you, do you remember ever getting your first pump? Like, uh, I remember getting the pump and being like at home for the first time I've ever been in the gym, just being like, oh my God, this, this, this feels really weird, but good at the same time. I like this. <laughs> I, f- I thought it was huge. Um, yeah, no, that, that was where my, um, my, my weightlifting began, was in there, went from doing like EKG on the Smith machine to all the way to getting my first 100 kg flat bench in that gym so um it was it was where the whole process began and yeah trained there for a good few years until i was about 17 before i went to gym and then started training more and more getting in and out of it was a degree in biomedicine again still trained there but i was constantly getting pissed and not eating right and dipping in and out every week, one week trained well, next week barely trained and had no real consistency until I kind of got it towards the end of my final year where there was a bit more kind of consistency. What happened in that and then got some real consistency. I start training properly again, training from home with lucky enough to buy enough weights to really get consistent with it and then do my first cut down for my first shoot in October and then uh, yeah and it was over that period in the summer where I got my PT qualification and started 
Started smashing it out of the park. Doing what I loved as a living. Okay, nice. <clears throat> and have you always done... Uh, did you do PE at school, school? Like, as a subject? Yeah, so I was in Winston, I'm PE, and um, was uh, one of only five people to get an A-star in PE. Oh, big flex. <laughs> um, Any benefit in life, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it hasn't actually at all. But uh, yeah, did PE at school, done PE at college, and then went on to obviously do my degree in biomed um, at Brunel and spent most of my time there with the football boys. But <laughs> should I do PT? Uh, well, PT is now obviously full time. Um, for those that obviously don't follow you, what's your Instagram? It's like a little tag. Uh, at Jamie Harper underscore PT. Very, very original. Very original. Right. Yeah, I know. I don't know how I came up with that one. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Uh, of all the names out there that you could have gone for as well, I looked at it. So, okay, sweet. Perfect. So, um, done quite a bit then in a, in a very, very short period of, period of time. We're looking at what, four or five months, qualified PT, photo shoot, new job PT. Um, well, yeah, how's it going and starting the uh, PT business in the worst, like, known year to ever start a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you're still there. Uh, I don't know any different. Yeah. Hello? Oh, right, yes. No, you just, just flash froze there for a second, but... Um, yeah, no, it was, it was obviously challenging, but I didn't know any different in the sense that I started it during this. So all the kind of my whole time of building up has been with these challenges, which I think in some ways kind of going to help me moving forward when hopefully those specific challenges go, I'll already be built up, ready to face any kind of challenges similar that come my way. Yeah, I think if you can survive in this year, then uh, yeah, you can survive any year kind of going forward. Um, definitely with the fact that like, at the moment, for example, third lockdown, there's nothing to do. So, but train and get into fitness, I think um, it's kind of a good little thing to kind of go for my end. I mean, it's also how you look at it. I mean, one of the main things I looked at when we got furloughed in March last year uh, was like, I went, kind of put two and two together after doing nothing but drinking, eating and sleeping for uh, the first like two weeks. I might have binge watched quite a few series and ate a load of shit food and might have done sweet FA in terms of like exercise. I kind of went, now's the perfect time to do a photo shoot. Why not get leaning? <laughs> so uh, the only way I saw it was like we've been paid to be a bodybuilder. I mean, been paid to sleep, been paid to eat, and been paid to train. So like I think it's the way you kind of look at. It. I mean, most people have kind of used it as a bad thing. I went, I'm not going to get this time again. I might as well uh, might as well do something useful. So because I mean. Most people that, that diet for a show don't realise how, um, or just any kind of diet, realise how tough it can be on your sort of like life going forward. Uh, I mean, the good thing for me is that with no energy from dieting, I had pretty much nothing to do. It's not like I'm having to go to work or anything like that because you can't. Um, I'm having to get up and go for a walk for cardio and then maybe do some cardio on the bike half about an hour later or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely an interesting way of kind of how you see it. I mean, you're either going to use this time now to get fat or get fit. So, okay, so a good little yeah, uh, background and anything like that. And um, so, what what are your current plans at the moment? What are you doing? Are you bulking, cutting? 
I'm currently oh, bulking at the moment. Day. Yeah, I'm currently bulking at the moment uh, for probably about the next two months. Uh, I was the bulk. Uh, I want to get a 140 bench, um, which was going. I had to be a bit bedridden for a while with COVID. Look oh, um, yeah. a bit of a bit of a hit. Yeah, it, it was going to be for probably another two, two, two and a half, three months sort of thing. Um, yeah, just try and get as much kind of tissue put on and strength gains as I possibly can before I then probably do a cut again, potentially another photo shoot, um, all that kind of stuff ready for the summer. That's my personal aims okay. moving forward is just to get as strong and big as I can for the next two, three months. And weight see what happens. Goal. Um, weight goal-wise, I'd say probably 80, 84, 85 would be a good weight for me. What you know? I'm at about 80, 81. But and last time I went, I'm about 81 now. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm about 81 now. Um, am I... Before my last cut, I was 83 to begin with, but it was a bad 83. I'm already definitely in a better nick for 81 than I was last time. Um, it was a it was a flat, chubby 83 as opposed to a decent composition. A university student 83, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping I'll probably be about 84.85, but a good 84.85 to push on from. Okay, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, it's exciting to see. I mean, I'm assuming you're going to be putting up pro progress pics and stuff like that soon, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, accountability. Yeah. <laughs> or at some point. More probably. What about you, Matt? How did you get into all this? What, into what? Fitness or health? Health and fitness. The whole realm. Oh, the whole realm. Oh, God, right. Because I'm a little bit older your, your than you. Your job, your job. My story's training. a little bit longer than yours. I mean, I've always trained. I mean, I was that skinny kid. I mean, I'm a twin. So my my twin was about two stone heavier than me at, like, school. When I was 18 and I met the uh, the wife, um, I only weighed nine stone. So you can imagine me at, like, this. At, I'm six foot. So you can imagine me at six foot at nine stone. You can see my ribs. There's a picture of me. I'll have to get it up for you and show it. It's uh, of me on holiday. I've got my hands on my hips. And you, like, I can swear if you turn sideways, I just go like, you can, can't see me. So I was always that skinny, weak kid. Um, I finally hit the gym at like 18 with misses. Um, and finally started to, but I enjoyed it. Like, I didn't think I'd ever like kind of enjoy it. Um, Put on about two stone quite quickly. Um, got newbie games, as they're called, which was always good fun. And then really enjoyed like the passion and learning from there. Um, I followed this guy. You, you probably won't know him because you're quite young, actually, from a film called Twilight. There was a guy called Jacob in it. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't remember his name. But yeah, I read that one piece. I know his real yeah, name. I know who you, you know, I know you're trying to find who he is. But I followed his diet, and he basically had a seafood diet whatever he kind of like he and every two hours he was eating um but he talked about training principles so i learned 
about some stuff from there and it paid off. And then from there, I just, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Incredible apps, yeah. Um, and it just kind of paid off. So I kind of went from there um, to college. I've had my fair share of injuries. So I've had to do lots of rehabilitation. So you do kind of different types of training from there. Um, what else is there? That's only at college university. Um, bit of a loner so training was quite easy for me got injured again did my ACL so I spent I mean in that last year I was probably at the gym three times a day in the morning like stretching flexibility you know more more strength training for the for the leg and then um, in the evening again just sort of like doing stuff to kind of again well it's nothing else to do at university you're either going to drink eat or go to the gym so so yeah, kind of did that, and obviously now we're yeah, really yeah. the drink. Yeah, so what am I? That's my that's my twenties. Um, finished finished university with a degree that you never use, which is great. Um, ended up doing ended up getting into teaching for college students, so sixteen to nineteen year olds. I used to teach um, sports nutrition, anatomy and physiology. Uh, what else is there? Um, fitness instructing personal training uh sports massage and it's kind of like led to where sort of i am now after a couple of years of teaching i found out it's probably not for me because i've got no patience with kids who are challenged let's put it that way um and yeah that's kind of where i've sort of been i enjoyed helping people you know qualified personal trainer i'm a qualified sports massage therapist um i have my own therapy business own pt business now um so yeah that's kind of how i've got into it is i've always enjoyed helping people um i prefer to do let's say therapy now because i prefer to help people get out of pain as it causes them to get in pain as you well know since i've treated you several times um but for me it's the the fascination of yeah. like i mean i could talk for ages about diet and supplements and you know you're looking at like the anatomy and physiology of the human body just everything about that really like intrigues me and makes me want to learn i mean i know loads of different training principles and just the way the human body like reacts i mean it's one of the reasons why i did the like the diet this year for the photo shoot is because um i just wanted to see how my body would respond and how far i could push myself which you know ended up originally being like a four-week diet turning up to be six months so um yeah, and it was really cool. I learned loads of stuff and I've been helping out clients with that knowledge ever since, which is great. So that's kind of how I've got to where I am now. Plus, guess what? I enjoy what I do a hell of a lot more than I did when I was teaching as well, which is so much better. So yeah, lots of, uh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. 12 years summed up in like a couple of minutes. <laughs> so yeah, it's good fun. Nice. So who who was it you'd say that you kind of, was there any people that you used to learn off of back when you were first starting? Like I know mine was, mine was Christian Guzman all day. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, where you're at now, I mean, I'm a little bit older, so I've got quite a few of the old, the YouTube stars before YouTube became popular. So there's so much information out there. I mean, Rob Riches was probably the first person I ever followed um, because yeah, just um, type in, six pack abs on it on youtube and he'd pop up like looking ripped as anything and when like knowing what i know now if i knew what i know now then i'd realize that a lot of the stuff is uh you know pharmaceutically enhanced uh, plus the fact that um 
oh yeah just do this it'd be great and yeah you know six pack abs and I'm like yeah I'm doing it and I don't have them what's what's going on so uh <laughs> yeah Rob Richards was one of the the main ones but like you will know this from being at university and being like on a science or something like that degree you'll you'll research loads so you know I'm constantly looking at any kind of format um whereby there's a bit of information so John Meadows was one of my best when um when I used to be a lifeguard when I first finished university I used to listen to his podcast for about a year um like the hour drive to the um to the leisure center and then the hour back him and like Ben Pukulski were very very good um and then like one of the main people really that, I'm, that I've uh, listened to who's big in the UK is a guy called Jordan Peters so I mean you're talking like five foot six of 280 pounds of muscle so yeah yeah there's quite a few people I've learned from but you pick up bits and bit, bit, bits and pieces and make them relative to you so what about yourself who's had yeah. your biggest influence I'd say my mind was probably Christian Guzman. He was the one that when I was first starting out. Is he a Gymshark athlete? Christian Guzman would be the one that I would have followed constantly. He was. Now he he um he was Gymshark back in the day. He's got his own clothing now, Alpha Lee. Oh, of course, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, both because like I watched him when he was at college and now he's a business owner got industry um like his own energy drink brand his own clothing brand his own gym his own everything um but yeah he's yeah he was who i probably did most of my kind of watching of back when i was starting um learning out how to how to lift and all that kind of stuff how to eat right but again, a lot of it was just clueless, but like searching on YouTube, how to this, how to that. And then kind of just from things that I'd seen in the gym, I'd go, I want to do that. And I'd search how to do that or how how to get massive arms. Yeah. How to get massive chest. And just, and then down the line, putting bits that I thought were actually good together with then learning more and more and just kind of comp okay cool 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 i was uh, it's quite funny because i'm assuming you've seen the film pumping iron right yeah yeah so like it's quite funny to think like, how we uh we look for stuff on youtube but when like pumping iron, iron with arnie they they had to figure all that stuff out themselves. Do you think without YouTube, you'd still be, you still would have made uh, like the progress that you'd had if you'd have mm. just gone into the gym with nothing else? Like obviously, the females and booze come into the equation for you. So, uh... <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably, probably not. Like that—that that was where I did most of my learning to begin with. Before I actually started genuinely learning like obviously you've got some bits of stuff from science and well from PE and school and that but like nothing actually like kind of really usable uh, um strength because again I was a skinny kid as well mm -hmm. um but yeah so, I don't know 
Yeah, I'd like that, to that was where like, I got like where I've got an older I've got better like reading books obviously where I went to university actually researching and finding out the right things and all that kind of stuff but when I was like 16 17 it was mostly YouTube ah so here's a question then actually thinking about it with the um with knowing what you know now when you first started what would be the best piece of like advice you'd give to yourself I, I would say, like, actually, for me personally, when I look back at my training, it would have been to do the do more of the free weight stuff as opposed to, I like I said, I was more um, Smith machine, machines, and, like, then just do a bit of, like, preacher curl. But, like, I wouldn't ever do any of the actual, like, complex compound moves to begin like there's a lot of big lads down there we, we, we can't get in down there right but learning how to do all the proper movements like the bench like i said i was i was doing it on smith machine for so long to begin with that when i actually went and tried to do normal flat bench i was wobbling all over the shop my yeah. i had no kind of stability in there like the, i had to drop ridiculous amounts of weight in order to have to do it without to obviously ask for help where you need it get help and learn how to do do it properly because mm. we never wanted to ask for help so we'd just stick to what we felt we could do yeah that's uh that's a male thing unfortunately most males don't don't ask for help whereas most females will constantly ask for uh for assistance so i know that from pt since most of my most of my pt clients are female because males just don't want PT, but yet we're the ones that want most help in the long run, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I think for me, the the main thing I would have ever done, really, if I go back now, is just don't worry about anything. Just get as strong as you possibly can and make sure you eat right for what you want to do. So... I think the, the main thing I would say now is that you either, for me, I'm either going to be in a gaining phase or a cutting phase. Um, but then you have to lift as strong as you, as strong as you possibly can for each phase. But the idea is that, I mean, <sighs> thinking about it now, yeah, just get as strong as you possibly can. Cause you can, I, I mean, that obviously John Meadows was a great listen for me, but I, you get bogged down by so much information out there you're trying stuff like i mean you've probably seen that meme where there's that guy who's like really skinny just telling this big guy being like hey man you're doing that wrong you know you, you shouldn't lift it like that and be like yeah nice one yeah we're gonna i'm gonna do what i need to do and you do what you need to do so i think for me the best advice i can give most people is just to get as strong as you possibly can i mean when i've never seen a like a, a weak uh, sorry a strong guy that can lift like 180 kilo squat 200 kilo deadlift and 100 you know 60 plus bench be small yeah we're not going 140 <laughs> <laughs> but still like yeah but 140 you know is, is definitely it's beyond a lot of people's reach but and i would say the stronger you get the bigger you'll be anyway i mean there obviously is a certain trade-off in terms of like powerlifting and bodybuilding however you know, I went through phases where, because you'll hear it like, oh, drop the weight and just, you know, focus on form and all the rest of it. I'm like, absolutely to a point, but like there has to come a point when you realise that unless you're lifting heavy, 
the muscle's got no reason to change. And yeah, that's the big, I mean, I probably got bogged down quite a bit during learning loads of stuff of being like, yeah, you know, it's still lifting the same weight after a period of time. I'm like, whereas now track everything. And the idea is that you keep progressing no matter what. And I'm doing the same lifts now that I have done for the past year. Just getting better and stronger. So yeah, it's probably the best advice. I would yeah, give. no, there, there, there is. Also, there's that point where you have got to, uh, you have got to accept the fact that you've got to put a bit of intensity into your training and actually push yourself to do more. Um, yeah, but that that's where I do think it comes with. I'll ask for that help to know when it when it's because obviously I, the the general message is obviously get good, have good form and all that. But then there's obviously the side of it where there are points that a bit of dodgy form is the right thing to do in terms in if it's done in the right way and you know why you're doing it and what for and it's not done in the, the wrong way and that's where a bit of help from someone that knows is the right idea to go with yeah i mean you know form and intensity you know that there's that gray area isn't there in between the two whereby it's going to slip a little bit i mean i use it with my clients uh, you know, but I'll let them know. I look, look, I'm not worried about form here. I just want you to focus on lifting this heavy ass weight as many times as you possibly can. And then what we'll do is we'll have a look, we'll assess it. And then if it's not quite where we want it to be, we'll reduce, we'll work on form, but we'll get past that point eventually. They put the, the, you know, the thing I that think most people don't think about is that like, as you do it consistently, crap technique and form all the time when like really lifting heavy, it's not, it's just, for me, it's kind of a gauge, especially uh, if I'm lifting, for example, at the moment, I'm doing barbell rows. Um, I'm at, what, about 85 kilos barbell rows. But I've had to go back down from 100 plus kilos to work on form so that I can go past 100 plus kilos. But when I was doing the 100 plus, like everything's working to get that, that weight up. And yet, if I don't do as much of what's called sloppy form, then that weight's not going to move at all. However, when I go back down, 85 feels a hell of a lot lighter so I can be better formative. So there's kind of a trade-off area, I would say. And again, it also depends yeah. on the exercise. I would never do that with bench. Jeez, car, pop a shoulder out, something like that. So yeah, so that's probably the advice. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do something like bench, but... Well, yeah, true. Actually, think Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing I wanted to kind of, so, yeah, I mean, the idea, you know, for me on this podcast and stuff like that is to kind of like give out information that we wish, well, personally, I wish I'd known a lot sooner so that people don't make the same mistakes that we do. I mean, I see it in the gym the same as you do probably every single day, you know, you know, the women come straight in and go, oh, I don't want to lift any weights. I don't want to get too bulky. And I'm like, oh God. So if we can get rid of that, like, misinformation um and it starts from a young age you know if we can help out like nutrition as well you know it's some of the toughest things for people to help um you know just any way we can one of the good things as well you know i'll touch upon is sort of like my therapy stuff and how to help in terms of like you know recovery injuries stuff like that. stuff that i know that i personally use um that i do on people and again sort of like you know we can both attack people's well-beings both mental physical sort of um 
in sort of our own kind of way. I think I think it definitely help a lot of people. I think that's one of the good things because yep. yeah. a lot of experience, even in your young tender years. Fresh face. Yeah, and just for a bit of entertainment. If yeah, you can call I mean, it that. If the, one of the things I definitely think as well, I mean, it's always good to kind of see what research and what's going on that's out there. I mean, we'll obviously, well, I think we'll delve into this one a little bit deeper uh, in the next kind of podcast, whatever it is. But I don't know if, did you see the Cosmopolitan um, photo? Uh, body, body positivity one. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, without opening up a huge can of worms, you know, there are two ways you can look at it, like with everything. However, there's only one way you can look at it in terms of health. So we'll it's objectively uh, healthy and not healthy, but yeah, like you say, yeah. we'll talk about that next time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got we've already been quite a few, few well, I think it's what it's been about 20 minutes. Um, you know, we could quite easily do another 20, 30 minutes on this one. Um, one thing I think would also be very good would potentially be like a, a QA, putting up some questions for people to see, you know, and addressing those, maybe addressing people specifically. Yep. Um and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And uh, one of the things I think I was going to ask you actually, so have you got any, um, what's the word? Um, have you got any programs on going at the moment for yourself now that whilst people are off that they can potentially get involved in? Yeah, no, yeah. so I've got my online coaching that um, I've got 12 week programs going on at the moment. Um, workouts, nutrition, uh, accountability, check-ins, like 24 hour, seven access to like ask questions to me. And loads of lifestyle coaching and everything involved in that. Um, if people want to know more, just get in contact with me and I can point you in the right direction of how we can go about having a chat and working together. Great, perfect. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah, I'm the same. I've got like, uh, I'm doing only emergency appointments for treatments at the moment for people in chronic pain and stuff like that. Um, and again, PT, I've got one-to-one PT availability. Um, again, what main word do you use? Accountability, knowledge. I mean, I've been in the game for over 12 years now. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can help a lot of people. Um, but again, people just got to reach out. So that's pretty much what I've got going on. Um, right, but I think that's everything for this first one. Yeah. I will uh, hopefully get this up, and, up as quickly as possible. And then, yeah, we'll... Uh, have a look for the next podcast and get some entertainment in that one in the next one. Lovely. All right. All right. Let's, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll stop this recording here then. <laughs>